This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian. Join me this evening, Mac. Almost didn't make it. We had <laughs> an unexpected level. Oh, no. And we have uh, Ian. I am held up in the deepest, darkest recess of my bunker with five years' supply of toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and top ramen, and I'm fitting off the evil hordes of monkeys that are trying to... Invade. Invade. He got cut off right there at the end, it sounded like. <laughs> and, and of course, <laughs> we have Mad Cat. Hey, hey, I've had my first vinyl tap. <laughs> wow, okay. Which album? Uh, uh, it, uh, I think it's C1 or C2. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Uh, I, I thought you were talking about either or either smell like the glo- smell the glove or break like the wind. And we have the dumbass himself. I got all of my news through the eight vine. How's everybody doing? Everybody healthy? Well, I was fine until now. I'm gonna hear now. I'm gonna have that song going through my head all night. Thanks, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it through the ape vine. Oh no, Ian! That that's the the uh, Cal- California rhesus. Rhesus. <laughs> rhesus monkey. Rhesus monkey, huh? Mm-hmm. Ian, nothing to hawk. What's going on? Ah, uh, working on. I'm actually, I'm about halfway through the second Jordan Mon novel right now. Um, focusing on writing. Wow. He, so, you know, do, doing the novel again kind of pulls some of the time from completing the smaller projects. Sure. Yeah, that's a big task. Hey, monkeys in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, get the. Uh, oh, God. To round it out, of course. <laughs> Is somebody going to make a monkeys with my flat on my ass reference, or should we move on? Move. <laughs> move it, move it. <laughs> that would actually be lemurs. Lemurs? Would it be lemurs? Yep. That would be lemurs. Oh, God. I don't remember how exactly how that line went. What was that? that um, yeah, well. Anything else going on? Mm. Other than all the other crap that we're going to be talking about? Of course, we're going to cover, you know, a little vaping, a little uh, and COVID-19. Uh, but mm. who doesn't want to talk about COVID-19? Oh, it sounds Everybody's like... talking about COVID-19. Everybody's talking about COVID-19. Yeah. And we're going to do Brian, it, too. Because did you... Did you, did you find everybody's catching the fever. <laughs> move it, move it. Did you, Brian, did you finally decide it has nothing to do with crows, then? I think oh yes, yes, I did, I did, because I was saying Corvid. <laughs> I was saying Corvid, and Matt corrected me. Yes, noticed. Covid, Covid nineteen. It has nothing to do with crows that I'm aware of. Yep. Yes, but um, since all the big kids, there was something, but I couldn't find it again. No, I was going to say all the big kids are talking about Corvid, Covid nineteen, so we're going to as well. Is this going to be another thing like the IED birth control device? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be that funny. That what that one was funny. <laughs> That was my. That was that was, a, that was a better slip of the tongue than the, than this one, because I'm not the only one saying it. All right, we got nothing else. It, it's time. What, what's it time for? Oh yes, it is time <coughs> for Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The amateur skeptics present Ian's masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Wow, the enthusiasm there shook my teeth. I'm glad. <laughs> hey, so if I masturbate a lot, will it prevent me from getting the COVID virus? That is a nope. good question, Brian. No, it's not, but go ahead. <laughs> Answer it anyway. Segway away. Actually, the thing is that pe- some people have been uh, mentioning this because there have been some studies out there that seem to show that masturbating is good for your immune system. It boosts the immune system. They say like, everything boosts the immune system these days, right? Right, everything. Chocolate. <laughs> now, the thing about about it is like... Uh, and this, this article that I found here uh, is saying pretty much uh, the answer they give is no, that it won't. But we'll, we'll go into so, some details uh, about that because um, it is kind of interesting that they're, they're uh, looking at the studies. Uh, the one study they choose to look at in here, uh, a uh, 2004 paper called uh, entitled Neuroimmunomodulation, 
found that uh, studying a group of men after they had masturbating, uh, taking their uh, blood, found that they had a higher white blood cell count, which, uh, you, as you might know, uh, white blood cells, they're uh, the cell, one of the cells in your immune system that help fight off infections. And there are a few other uh, studies that uh, also seem to show the th same thing. The thing is that a lot of these studies are very small in size and like the, the one I just mentioned, uh, 11 participants, which is a pretty small sample size. And there have been no studies that uh, actually show that um, masturbation actually reduces your chance of catching any kind of infection. It all, it's all well and good to have a correlation of extra white blood cell count and everything. There's no reason to think from that that it'll actually have any kind of effect on any kind of illness. The, yeah, the... but what else are you going to do when you're self-quarantine? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Here's the, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the article uh, pretty much uh, says, well, no, I... it's... Uh, it's it's not going to help, but you know, I mean, it's it's still kind of possible, I guess. Studies haven't just completely dismissed that notion, and it can't hurt anything. You might as well play with yourself if you have some time alone. So, like the problem, one of the problems with these kinds of sex studies, um, like in a laboratory at a at a college or university, is the actual is orgasm the part. And this, uh, I'm going to plug the uh, Factually podcast. If you guys don't know this one, this is uh, Adam Conover's new uh, new podcast. So he's he's his he used to do the, the his old podcast was um, Adam Rooms Everything podcast. The st the show is still going on, but but his new but his new podcast is Factually. And he recently had a, a psychosex therapist on that show, and she was talking about doing this research, and and when she was trying to get funding. To actually do sex research, one of the one of the conditions was that people couldn't um, an orgasm, right? So that that was that was the that was where you know so you could use the vibrators, you could do a lot of things, but they could not, you know, they, no orgasm. So you can do the research, but they can't enjoy it. <laughs> Apparently, and so and so these these studies are still to this day hard to do because. They don't, you know, because we're that, so that, that's, a, that's a weird distinction to make. Like Isn't you're allowed it? to give yourself sexual yeah. pleasure. That that's perfectly well and good, but but no orgasm. The coming is yeah. yeah the <laughs> I mean, like how 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 do you draw that? What why why is there that distinction between that? That seems like it's all part of the same thing. I don't know, but that but Take that's what she was saying. Because orgasms are only for making babies. <laughs> Every sperm is sacred. Every yeah. sperm is good. So actually, I think that you would really enjoy that 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 podcast in general. But I think in particular, you would probably enjoy the the psychosex therapist um, portion of it. And they talked about, you know, is there such thing as porn addiction? There's probably not. Mm -hmm. You know that. Yeah, and we've talked about that before. Sex addiction in general. There's you know there's no real evidence to support it. And and they're actually and and so she's no longer at a university. Um, so she's you know using private funding to do to do these studies where they can actually let people you know orgasm. Right. Which is what they want to study. That's one of the main things that they want to study is orgasm. So it's really hard to do a study about orgasming when you won't let people orgasm. <laughs> so, so I mean, like, uh, there, there's no way you can really stop them if they really want to. Well, no, no. I mean, like, you can tackle them, I suppose. Right, but right. Unless that, I mean, that gets get messy. Messy. <laughs> so you mean it's something like like so like you're you're having you're having the study and somebody accidentally orgasms. What are you going to do? Um. All right, that one's invalidated, I guess. <laughs> Get yourself well, going I again, mean, buddy. It sounds to me like if they're not careful not to let people orgasm, it messes with their funding. Yes, it, yes, it would. It would. It would. And and it would mess with. The I mean, they, they do call it the money shot <laughs> for a reason, right? I guess yeah. it's not. A, I guess it's not a business doing pleasure with them. Oh. <laughs> Clean up aisle five. The other thing I want to say about the immune system is that boosting the immune system is a bad idea. That's where you know that's where allergies come from. It's a boosted immune system, immune system that is that is you know hypersensitive, that it's a, you know attacking tree pollen and making me miserable, right? You you want to support the immune system, right? You want to I support mean, I guess, its yeah, functions. I guess uh, the immune system is really complicated. You can't yeah. just boost it all over and expect it to have like right. a major effect. And like you said, like boosting some parts. Of, like I have psoriasis, that my immune system is attacking my skin cells. Right. We have a yes. lot of you know. Uh, you know, uh, stuff like that that happens when the immune system is is so called boosted. You so you want to support its functions, but you don't want to make it. You know, you, but and we train the immune system. You know, that's what vaccines are for. But you don't actually want to boost it. You don't want to make it hypersensitive because now, you know, now you're miserable. It's a teeter totter, right? You 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 is, you want to keep it you know, balanced. Of, there's a form of diabetes that's an autoimmune disease 
that is essentially your own, your own immune system treats your insulin as foreign cells and even attacks your pancreas. There's there also go. one right. that goes after your uh, liver. So the autoimmune system makes just attacks. I didn't liver. know there were That's subcategories under type 2 diabetes. There are a bunch. Hmm. Oh. Actually, that one, that one may be under type 1, though. Oh. Well, but regardless, I guess the point you're, what you're pointing out there is that there's diabetes comes in type one and type two, but there's a lot of variants. Yep. Which I guess I wasn't. Yeah, really I, thought, I thought it was with. just the two types. I didn't even. I guess I'm not surprised though. Everything's no. more complicated than you know. Than, it's than it's like it Ressler's 31 flavors. Anything else that we need to know here? Uh, I don't think so. That's about it. I mean, like there there's no evidence that masturbation will do anything for you. I mean, like maybe if. Hey, 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 hey! Well, I take exception to that. And, okay, sorry, you're right. Uh, anything for to boost your to like re- to fight off colds. And okay, flu. okay. Masturbation, okay. of course, can do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, release stress. <laughs> what about hand sanitizers, though? Don't those help? <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on to the next one. Nice segue. Let's see. Come clean. Uh, People are being warned not to masturbate with hand sanitizer. If how it, many it, times are we telling people not to put stuff in there? <laughs> well, wait, hold on. Isn't hand sanitizer that's ethyl alcohol, right? Not methyl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the good stuff. You should be drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! <clears throat> Just get some cough syrup. Hey, I'll be here all night. Did we derail we'll this too much for you? We derailed, <laughs> right, right. dumbass. Yeah. Okay, I'm back on. I'm back on the rails. Okay. okay so right. there's this doctor, Doctor Irim Chandri, who is basically warning people uh, on the Metro.co.uk website uh, uh, that uh, masturbating with <laughs> antibacterial gel, if you've run out of lube, could be a very bad idea for your penis or vagina. Wouldn't uh, you have a drying effect? Apparently, there are a few people who have. Apparently there are a few people who have tried this. I, I don't know. I don't know that it's a, a big thing. Uh, I don't know why this uh, it's being warned against all of a sudden. Uh, there's some speculation here that it's like people are buying a lot of hand sanitizer, stocking up on hand sanitizer. Maybe it's just a thing that they have around. But uh, there is um, so one Reddit user posted saying, uh, "Today I found out that using a certain hand sanitizer as masturbation lube will put you in the hospital and result in having to wear an adult diaper for a week." FML. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I think that's uh, so. It can it can be very dangerous. Looks like. Yeah, it's saying here that doctors continue. Isopropyl alcohol is not safe for internal use, but that's where I'm saying I thought hand sanitizer was ethyl alcohol, not methyl. <laughs> uh, right? Not sure. I'm not sure about that one. But uh, yeah, like, it's the one that you're not supposed to drink anyway. Well, that would be methyl alcohol. I imagine no matter what, it would burn like a motherfucker. Well, you gotta imagine, right? And we'll get to that later too. <laughs> that burning sensation isn't supposed to be there. Yeah, I think we've all uh, probably, like, maybe on a dare even, uh, put uh, some, like, uh, hand sanitizer or uh, um, uh, cologne or something uh, on your ball or whatever, and that stings. So, I have a story. Go ahead. Yeah. We're waiting. I was cooking one night. I chopped some jalapenos, and I washed my hands quite thoroughly. But then I went to use the bathroom. <laughs> Needed uh, to scrub a little more, did you? Uh, apparently, I could have used a little bit more soap. Yes. Uh, <laughs> bottom line is that is not a rem- that is not an experience that I'm I'm terribly likely to, re- to forget about, even though I've tried. And that's with the mild pepper. Imagine if you did that with something like you know a ghost pepper. Yeah. So anyway, that's the story. <laughs> okay, that's uh, all I'm telling of it. I, I I would say that you know I've I've had the same I've had similar experiences with peppers. You've got to use gloves with peppers. Yep. Saw this uh, animated GIF. I'm not sure what show it's from, but the mother's like cutting up peppers, and uh, the her daughter comes in crying, and she forgets that she was cutting cutting up the peppers, so she wipes her her tears. <laughs> and then and then she's like screaming, and then the mother's like. Uh, Oh my God! What have I done? She puts her hands to to her face and like, oh my God! Now it's in her eyes, and the sun comes in too, and he gets it. And... Wow! <laughs> so, um, a little further down this, a little further down this article, there's a link to a, a twenty pound Amazon sex toy. <laughs> Even better. That, it, it, twenty pounds, as in money. Oh, okay. Oh, twenty <laughs> pounds is in how much it weighs, but twenty pounds sterling. Um. And uh, 
he's he's saying that his it made his wife scream like a banshee. Sometimes that's not good. Well, I, I, I you know, considering what banshees do when they scream, it's definitely not good. Doesn't this whole ad actually look like like an ad? I mean, that this whole article is an ad. It's not an article. It's an ad, <laughs> right? Isn't isn't is, I mean, does anybody else look at this and go that this is this isn't yeah, really this is, this is white paper? Yeah, this is total trash. But, but it's funny. But, I mean, I glad. I mean, I can see why you, know, you picked up on it. <laughs> you know, I I just I, I saw that link though, and I thought, okay, so wait a minute. When you use this sex toy on your wife, she screams and she becomes an omen of people's deaths. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to use it then. Sounds like it's hurting I, I'm her. I'm seeing it as I'm seeing it as a problem. Like I said, you know, the problem is so. This is the sun dot sun dot co dot uk website that where we're reading this stuff from. You know, part of it's the source here. The source is not fantastic, um, but I think that we can probably agree that uh, that uh, hand sanitizer shouldn't be used as lube. For it seems no, like this, a bad is, this idea. is our public service announcement. There you go. Uh, for this week, <laughs> do, do not put hand sanitizer on your genitals. That's right, because we know that you're all out of toilet paper. So how are you going to get that stuff off? The toilet paper wouldn't help. <laughs> you just got to get in the shower. Get the, use the bidet. Ah, uh, no, that wouldn't help either. All right, so vape clouds. Five tips for competitive vaping. What mm-hmm. the fuck? <clears throat> Competitive vaping. I accidentally saw it one time on uh, YouTube. You know how it's, you accidentally oh, go YouTube, down the rabbit saying, hole and it's like, oh my oh, god, okay. what the heck did I just see? And <laughs> I'm going to step away for a few minutes. Okay. Put apparently there's competing with vape. And what are they competing to do? Well, apparently what they are doing is it's a sport. They call it a sport. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> there are vape rigs, mods, and atomizers keep advancing over the years. New and old vape enthusiasts will continue to push the limits of their cloud production in hopes of winning a vape competition. Anyone who has popularity, dazzling displays of vaping talent. Okay. This is like blowing smoke ring Ve- types of shit, right? I mean, it's... It's blowing smoke up your ass. <laughs> So, like, is it, like, how much smoke you can get into your lungs and then blow out? Uh, let me see. Or, I mean, vape, I guess? What do you, What is the official word for that? Mist? It probably has to do with, like, making you know, significant smoke clouds. They, making the smoke clouds, how long they last, you can make them into shapes and patterns or whatever. So, here, here and are how the, long you can do it. Here are the tips. And I can tell you right from the start here, I don't understand. So, five tips for competitive vaping. One, choose a high VG and low PG e-juice, okay? That's very important. Yeah. I, high VG, low PG. You, yeah. You, you uh, got to gotta get all those PGs in there, and you, you don't want the VGs, no. Yeah, no. The, well, no, I think you do want the VGs in this case. You don't want the PGs. You want, you want the high VGs, right? We, we want the VGs. Uh, agree, agree to disagree. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, they provide their own e-juice. The e-juice, I think I do get, because that's what you fill it with, right? I don't know. Build a good mod. They provide with, their own to keep things fair. Yeah. So, so build build a good mod with high wattage. So, so they're adding so, power to the e-cigarette, I guess, it sounds like. Yeah. Or a vaping system. <laughs> Agree to disagree. It's a power sport. We don't even know what we're talking we about. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. It's, it's killing me. <laughs> I'm having trouble moving on from that. <laughs> Master your breathing technique. Uh, learn learn the basic vape tricks first. Oh, my God. Practice your vape tricks and get creative. Who the fuck is putting this shit out? <laughs> this is ruthsvape.com. I mean, this is... I mean... Uh, it, so I guess this was the lead into talking about whether the vaping competitions are safe here. <laughs> so. That's what I was trying to do, but since you said it, my, you just destroyed all the. Yeah, you know, I think our listeners are kind of wondering here why the fuck are they talking about vaping? <laughs> all right, I'm trying to give them something to hold on to on this. Right. None of them vaping. They don't None know what the fuck they're talking about. Why are they talking about this? We're, yeah, working on segways here. Mm. Trying. 
Right. Okay. So. All right. All right. Give me your best segue from uh, <laughs> from this competitive competitive vaping to uh, are they safe? Competitive vaping. Are they safe? Vaping one hundred and one. <laughs> what are cloud competitive vapors and are they safe? So so what so I, I so guess what? so, so there must be some some things that they're competing in. So it's how big a cloud can they make? Can they make cloud. a smoke ring? Can they make a? Can they make it? Can they blow it and make it look like a penis? Like a penis. Right? Those are the kinds of things we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you probably need three guys to make a penis. Like, uh, (laughs) two guys will make you, like, orbs, and then one guy will draw, like, a a cylinder of blow out as big as much of a cylinder as he can between them. So that'll be But no one ever worries about the tip. That's very important. Oh, we snipped the tip. We snipped. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) (sighs) So you have no sweater. <laughs> you guys have seen Men in Tights, right? Mel yeah. Brooks running around with it with a small it. guillotine, <laughs> snip the tip. <laughs> He's giving mm-hmm. bris. <laughs> okay, all right. So, all right, so is it? We we kind of have an idea of what this is. It's, it's how big a cloud you can blow. Essentially, that's what it looks like. Most of these vape competitions most. are. Yep. And and then I guess distance would be another one here because I see some people, you know, uh, trying to get it further than other people. It looks like. So is it safe? Strength of the blow and how long? So, 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 so I mean, don't don't I mean, keep us waiting here. Is it, is it safe? Well, where is your little piece? Oh, my piece. Oh, my piece. <laughs> you mean you mean from the <laughs> Texas State, the Texas Health Department? <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. Um, your piece about how safe it is for <laughs> to vape. So this is uh, this is marked as your. Oh wait, is that? No, uh, okay. Links? Well, okay. Earlier we we were talking about how um I I've been so I, when I'm looking around at the coronavirus stuff on the Texas Health um on the Texas um uh Texas, Texas Health, Health and Department Human Services Department. page they have the coronavirus stuff, but they also had a piece on here about um uh lung injuries associated with vaping. Now this doesn't say anything about competitive vaping, right? And and your article, your article. said was going to tell us whether it was safe or not, but. Uh, in the state of Texas, we have 250 um, lung injuries associated with vaping, according to according to what the what our health department says. And that's not even competitive. Uh, nationally, 287 cases have been reported in all 50 states. Um, see, the DA, the DSHS is working with the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the Food and Drug Administration, uh, to gather evidence. About what the what the case in common, uh, in common, and determine a determine a cause. So they don't have a cause at this point. They just say that they, they they're, that see. they're seeing these injuries. Mm-hmm. Let's see. See, regardless of ongoing situation, uh, youths and young adults should not vape. Women who are pregnant should not vape. Adults do not uh, currently use tobacco products. Should not start. Not start. <laughs> I mean, so they're not. <laughs> Oh, well, I agree with all of those I agree things. With all of those things. <laughs> um, I don't. I, is it working? I mean, I guess I have a question, and that I don't have an answer to because I haven't looked it up. Are are are, are people <laughs> are, are people smoking cigarettes smoking less and vaping more? Is is vaping? I see a lot more pe- um, people I've talked to instead of seeing them with a cigarette, I've seen them with uh, the vapor, uh, even on. Uh, <laughs> My roommate's mentioning that uh, people have been told to quit vaping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're dying, she says. <laughs> Which we just pointed out. Are... Some people have come down with uh, some sort of like lung disease that they've kind of linked to that they that they all vaped in the in the past little while. So like, uh, it appears to be like a, a minority thing. Like, and uh, whether vaping is worse than uh, smoking is up in the air. I think. Uh, although you know, like you don't get uh, yeah, I don't uh, as many of the uh, bad stuff uh, from vaping. The, the they seem to have fewer stuff, but you know, like none of it has been really uh, analyzed whether what what'll do to your lungs if you smoke it. Most of it's like generally safer eating or whatever. So I guess so. The DHS did yes. the, the DSHS has identified 250 cases in in Texas of severe that's lung Texas disease. Alone. That's Texas alone. Um, in the yeah. people who report vaping before developing symptoms, including four deaths, um, patients range from ages 13 to 75 years old with a mean age of 22 years. 
about one quarter of these people affected in Texas are minors. Uh, three quarters are male, and nine, uh, nine in ten report vaping THC or marijuana, possibly in conjunction with other substances. Uh, see, almost all were hospitalized, with many re, um, requiring uh, evasive care. So I think that I think that I um, even on I've heard a couple of stories talking about vaping and THC, and they think that's where the problem is. Well, actually, thinking about it. Uh, did we not do a uh, podcast where we had inside that about how those uh, little water pots were causing issues? Wouldn't little that be pots? approximately the same thing as that? I don't know. Because you're blowing air into, uh, you're getting air or... Are you talking about the neti pot? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, the, oh, the no. problem with the neti pot in that podcast, podcast. wasn't that... Uh, it was that people were not using boiled uh, water, clean enough, yeah, clean yeah. enough water, yeah, and they were getting a brain parasite. Right. So. There, there's a um, there, there's so there's a parasite in the water that can pass into the brain through through the um, through right. the nasal cavities. So, so it wasn't, if you so it wasn't have the, these, could it not be a possibility of a cleanliness issue as well? Well, oh, I see what you're getting at. I, I don't know. I mean. They're very different things, right? The neti pot is, you know, a simple salt water solution, which I still do, right? I just boil the water real good. Yeah. Um, where this is, this is, this is a lot good. of other chemicals, and and THC mm-hmm. being one of those chemicals, right? That's that is combining with other chemicals, you know, the glycol that they use, um, you know, uh, as <laughs> the, the liquid in there. It, and that glycol is also not too dissimilar from antifreeze. It's a different molecule, oh. though, right? It's not the same molecule as antifreeze. But yes, you know, antifreeze. I, I, I'm like curious about well. that. Like um, for vaping, like the like these things are like uh, water-based modules. I guess uh, like there could be bacteria in there. Would maybe would the uh, heat source that uh, vaporizes it act, kill any bacteria that's in there? That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. It's a it's a small battery, hmm. so chances are it's not going to. Yeah, it's just enough to. It's not. It's not bringing it to like the the. The temperature of water steam. Yeah. So, yeah, so it might not. But this is, and if you're inhaling into the lungs, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah directly could, into the could, lungs. That yeah. seems like uh, could be a recipe for something to happen. Sure. It's almost like crocodile. Yeah, I don't know. And and nobody knows at this point, right? There, there's the, the investigation is ongoing. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we knew exactly what the, if it was all the same type of uh, infection or uh, same type of, results for each person they could possibly conglomerate and figure out exactly what caused it yeah but I mean, yeah but i really i mean i i've been hearing about this but you know we don't nobody has nobody knows for sure right so texas is just reporting these um injuries but they don't know why you know why the association is there well at least it's not affecting so much with the legalizing of gay marriage Okay. Trying to... Are you going for the title of Queen really? of the Segways? Tonight? Yeah, that's it. She is Queen of the Segway, I think. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, no. Keep going. No, no. It's, it's great. So, um... <laughs> I, so... I simply I simply asked. I never said I was unwilling to give you that title. <laughs> so I guess he's throwing the ball. I have a lot of titles. Most yeah. of them are not nice, so that's better. <laughs> Legislating gay marriage has caused a dramatic drop in LGBT suicide rates. Yeah, it's isn't surprising really, but they did a study, and since um, the legalization of gay marriage, the suicide rates have been dropping. Now, the article itself even says that doesn't necessarily mean the two are connected, but it fits a pattern that basically with the legalization, there's a new acceptance to it, a high level of acceptance, high level of um, people saying, okay, we're not going to judge you for being that way. And that's going to give into a lower level of um, suicide. You know, the, the studies all across the board, that's the other thing, that they've been done around the world, different places in the world, finding the same. So it's, it's a very short article, but it, it, it's one of those things that's very positive, very, you know, one of those things saying we're on the right direction. And I feel, especially right now, putting positive stuff in there is a good thing. We're not, you know, the, the look at the world around us is not necessarily the most comfortable thing. So, 
So yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, it seems like uh, the uh, benefit from uh, being allowed to marry complete uh, outweighs uh, a lot of the uh, stuff that's going on in the news for gay people that they're uh, uh, committing. They're, they're not committing as much. Uh, well, the depression's yeah, down. They're not, you know, taking their lives as much. That's a huge. Major things. I was always right. wondering. Well, what, 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 what I'm saying is that it's a good thing that uh, yeah. all the negative news hasn't overwhelmed that and uh, uh, caused uh, the suicide rate <laughs> to go down anyway. Right. <laughs> but, so, I remember that was one of the justifications some Christians had. It's like, well, the suicide rate is so high among them because they, um, you know, they know it's wrong and stuff. It's like, no, the suicide rate is high because you're telling them how horrible they are and adding them. But the, you know, this is one of the things that's showing. No, when society's more accepting, big surprise. The suicide rate goes down. So a, a couple of things. So the article um, references the uh, Associated Press, right? Right. And, and I'm sorry. So if you're, if you're writing something and you're the Chicago Sun-Times and you cite the New York Times as your source, you're wrong. Right, because you're just because just the, because you're just signing another paper. Signing. So this is, but this is this an is. article that was put out in the AP. The AP article ha- cites actual cites. sources. And did any of you follow those sources? No, no of course not. <laughs> uh, Brian, point of order. I believe that uh, you can cite the New York Times because it is the paper of record. <laughs> um, okay, so the association, oh, okay. the uh, okay. I guess you can, guess you, but it, it doesn't tell me. I mean, at least there's a link, right? A, they, they link to their source. It's and, not like they're asking you to okay. to believe a source of the Daily Bugle. That's that, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. It, the Associated Press the Associated is, is a legitimate source, I guess. But when you follow that back, you end up at the CDC. And there is a yeah. lot of really good information on, on the source article the source. from the CDC. Um, and there's, so there's a lot more going on. They, more. they cited... Uh, yeah. uh, what well, they, what well, is like go to the bottom of, of the article. It does say LGBT youth, lesbian, gay, bisexual, oh, transgender, health, CDC. It oh, does link they did. To the bottom okay, of the article. good. They did cite the original source. They, they, okay, they cool. have a bunch of links yes. about where to find this information at, at so, the bottom. So to me, this is good journalism because they're citing their sources, right? We we can follow this back. We can see where they got their information, and we, so we right. can make it. So we can make a, 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 a an informed decision of whether or not the article that we're reading is is worth reading and right now with with a lot of the stuff that's going on this kind of thing is incredibly important that's why i bring it up Uh, because they actually did you know and they cite their sources even better than i had realized yeah yeah so it's one thing to me is even in the article they they do say yeah it it, there's no direct um relationship between them but it fits the pattern. You know, they, they're not straight out saying, they're not trying to say you can make the assumptions and it fits the pattern, but we're saying, you know, yeah, the two are going together, which is another thing that it's good journalism. It's, it, you know, it's, it's saying that, yeah, we, we understand that correlation isn't causation, but when it fits a pattern, we should take it seriously. All right. So let's move Any on. Other comments on that one? That's a nice, easy one. I, I didn't think we'd be having too much conflict on that one. No. So on the like same kind say, of. Sub- in- like I Never said, consider things as not having too much conflict. <laughs> I know. That's right. why well, I was ready to back off. Okay, let's see what you guys have. No, so, but it, it deals back yep. to the CDC. <laughs> and like I say, that CDC article is, is really interesting because it, it gives a lot more statistics about what they what they have been finding about. And, and is pretty positive. Right. And it's positive to you. No? So going from just the suicide rate going down to similar thing um that's actually much closer to home for me because i actually shop at my like comics regularly denver's all-age drag show sachets past controversy so um here in the denver area we have mile high comics the world's largest um comic book store in fact i just did a book release party there last week i love the place it's great their owner chuck is a great guy he is um if you ever get the chance to talk with him uh he, he's just has stories like crazy about the comic book industry and all this other stuff. And he's just a fascinating, energized guy with his passions. Well, one of the things he's involved in is drag shows. And within that, he does a lot of charity work through a group called, I should know their name, they're listed in, the Imperial Court. And the Imperial Court is basically LGBTQ and allies who promote, obviously, LGBTQ um, 
policies as well as a whole, I, I don't even know how much um, charitable um, work. They, they, they raise money for all sorts of charities and you know it, it's a really big thing. Um, one of the things he holds is a monthly all-ages drag show. And the point of this is to let anyone that wants to get on stage, get on stage and be comfortable as who they are. That's the whole idea. It doesn't matter the age. You want to come out and perform, you, you, you can have a voice there. Needless to say, from the get-go, there was a lot of groups that were upset over this and held some pretty violent protests across the street from the comic book store. Well, that led to um, the Parasol Patrol. So basically what you have is a bunch of people volunteering to sit there with umbrellas and shield the kids and families from the protesters. So if the protesters want to yell, um, be obnoxious, the, the families are safe from that. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a big community thing. A lot of the people volunteering for it, going out there and being part of it. And so here we are. It, they've been doing these for about a year or so now. And the protests have died down. In fact, according to Chuck, um, one of the last times I was... I heard him talking about it. It was a handful of finally polite Christians who just sit there and prayed. It's like, okay. He's like, that I'm fine with. If you're going to sit there and, yeah, you can disagree with me and be polite and peaceful about it, you know, that, that's not what bothers me. It's the people that come out and try and start the violence, try and be angry, yelling, you know, putting people down for it. That's what. So within a year, they kept doing it over and over again, not letting the protests get them. They're still going strong, and so you know the community's um, running well. And so, and another very positive note. That, that's pretty cool. I didn't I didn't realize they were I, doing this, and the fact that they've been doing it for a year and continue to do it without stopping. Um, I mean, they, they wore down the protesters. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's a disturbing trend. You know, first we find out that drag queens read books to children. Now we find out they read comic books. Oh, is, they, is there nothing they can't take from us? <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, if, if you ever get the chance to go there, the Mile High Comics store is huge. It's an old warehouse that he's converted in the store. On one wall behind the stage now is pride flags of every style. So they moved out yeah. of that space up in Thornton then? Yeah. Um, the, this is the only store they have left. They've closed all the other Mile High Comics now for various reasons. And everything's run from this warehouse store. And it is huge. Um, the uh, first time, everyone I know, the first time they take step foot in this place, they have to take kind of like pause and look around like, oh my God. Because it really is something impressive. And isn't the reason that they they closed the Lakewood store the fact that it was convenient to you? <laughs> Probably. All right. Well, that's very good. So let's move on. Uh, Matt, Matt Cat, or unless unless dumbass had something to say, I thought he's. I thought he's. Uh, I did have something to say, but I think I forgot what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, th I think it was just gonna. Yeah, that's right. It was gonna be that. Yeah, it's ju just a thing that I think it's a, a lot of the reason that people protest that they they relate drag competitions to weird sex stuff yeah which uh, i think uh i think sometimes it's reinforced by the community but uh it's really not uh about that yeah it's not about that but yeah I, i've been to the drag queen bingo and that is very sexual but that's adults only it, it's one segment of the group and it, it says ahead of time yeah we are going to be adult there while with all ages like no we're not going to be sexual we're going to be family friendly we're going to be respectful and so, you know, with any event, even in real life, it's like, okay, we're going to have a um, party. Well, this party is going to be adults only. We're probably going to be drinking. We're probably going to be um, a bit more perverted. Well, this this, this is a um, family birthday party for a six-year-old. Yeah, we're going to be toned down. We're going to be respectful. So uh, it's just like any segment of uh, community where you can be adult or you can be family-friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, like... Uh, cross-dressing has uh, nothing to do with sex really i mean like it can be a yep. part of that but yeah i think pe people i think people think that it's just all about sexes uh, right and remember straight at. people dress in drag right it's it's not it's a, it's a lot much larger community than just you know the the gay and lesbian community right all right moving on here and, and chuck himself is straight but he does drag so there you go see that 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 that, that makes my point right there Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, most people who dress in drag are actually straight. Yeah. It's just they like those outfits. Mm -hmm. And you have to admit, how much can you really do with a man's suit? 
<laughs> Good point. All right, moving on. Uh, this one, Matt, this is you. Nvidia calls My. calls on <clears throat> calls on PC gamers to put GPUs to work battling coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, tell me how, tell me how that uh, works. That's from my husband, actually. Um, Is he going to come tell us about it? Uh, he's giving me that head shake deal of, no, no, <laughs> okay. no, I don't want to be on, on I, anything. I, I think the way it works is that they try to get coronavirus into a, into a Call of Duty session <laughs> and just dogpile on it. Oh, yeah, that's the way you do it. You take, take the coronavirus, put it in, in those sessions and kill them. Okay, is, is there an, so it looks like there's an app that people can use, right? Yes. So this is a crowdsourcing, so this is like SETI, essentially, uh, yes. except for, but you need a GPU to do it. So we're, so, so we're looking at high-end GPUs to do GPU number crunching for, for COVID virus, uh, for testing of some sort. So who's 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 behind and, uh, this? You did it again. Try to find a Corvid, cure. Corvid virus. Covid. Covid. I did it again. We just <laughs> love those birdies. All right, Covid virus. So so it, so what what does this app do? This app, I do not understand. Okay, let's just move oh, yeah. on. Right, they. Oh. Um, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, if you haven't read this, we should just move on. <laughs> well, my husband read it, and he. It, yeah, but he's not. He's not gonna come tell us about it. No, he's not going to come tell us about it. So it's kind of hard for us to really know what's going on. It does look like. I mean, I I don't know who is the is who's sponsoring this World Health Organization. He says, "All right, give me a moment." He has to stop his uh, his portal game here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he finished his game. Are we ordering pizza now? <laughs> Was there cake? I, th- I think we can pretty much cover most of this uh, easily because, like, yeah, I, I know yeah, that okay. uh, they've had. Uh, uh, computer programs that you can uh, like run uh, doing screensavers that'll like solve lots right. of problems so, in science. So SETI and stuff like that, and the the Human yeah. Genome Project within that. So, but the question is, who's sponsoring this? Who's who's feeding the data? Um, is is it is it who? Is it, the uh, World the Health who? Organization. I don't think the who does that. Well, according to according see, that's what I'm well, NVIDIA is the group that's uh, is sponsoring that's, uh, that, right? That's uh, advocating. NVIDIA is the group that. You didn't even catch that one. The Who. The Who. The Who. <laughs> I was trying to relate it to Doctor Who, so oh, you were I, I was way behind the curve on yeah, that. Yeah, no. World Health Organization. Yeah. So anyway, so okay, this so. this is probably a good task for GPUs. More than likely. And NVIDIA um, makes GPUs. And so here's the thing is that so, this whole thing is, is kind of what is, is just, I just, mean, I don't know who made this. Uh, did they make the app as well? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh the the project is called folding at home. Oh, okay. So, wasn't that part of the human genome project? Wasn't folding at home human genome project first? Could be. Hmm, interesting. Uh, yes, it's a uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, uh, it's from uh, Stanford University. Yep, Stanford University's folding at home project. So this is so, this this is the same project that we did the human genome with. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, David. Uh, my husband was mentioning that it's the. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, the program takes uh, input from the World Health Organization. There we go. Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention and the European Center for Disease Prevention and Control, along with multiple Chinese agencies. Okay. And uh, yeah. And are they? Can this be run on Linux? Uh, uh it's Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. There we go. See. Yeah. Hubby's just coming to talk about it. I think we got, yeah, unless he, unless he has something to add, I think we got it covered. But he's welcome to come hmm. tell us about it. Do you it. have anything to add? To... Well, you have to hear from me. <laughs> <laughs> I did see uh, one one little update about the coronavirus while we're waiting. Okay, so this okay. is interesting. This so, is, th- so this is this SARS. They're working on SARS as well. Okay. Well, I think, I think SARS is not, I think SARS is kind of a generalized group of different things. I thought coronavirus was the general virus and that SARS was a type of coronavirus. No. I thought SARS no? was just a respiratory no, SARS, SARS is serious. Uh, is a... Sudden uh, acute uh, re- respiratory syndrome? Was that what it was? That's correct. And, but it wasn't Sudden a coronavirus? Respiratory. It's, a, it's a whole series of uh, various coronaviruses. Okay. Uh, in this case, the coronavirus we're suffering... Uh, under right now, if you can go up suffering, uh, is a particular variant uh, called uh, 
coronavirus uh, 19. Right. Or 19 or whatever. Yeah. COVID-19, yes. COVID-19. Yeah. Now I'm supposed to talk about distributing uh, computing, apparently. Well, that's a, I mean, if you want to talk about it, I mean, we, we understand now as we as we puzzled through the article that this, so folding at home, I, I thought, I thought folding at home was the human genome project. So is it, is it the same software? Yes, it is. Okay. It is basically the same software. Okay. Uh, in this case, though, what they're doing is they're trying to figure out how proteins fold together. Mm. Uh, that is an extremely complicated process. Uh, each gene, pardon me, each protein can have literally millions of different folding uh, combinations. So they need a lot of computing power and a lot of time to work with it. Uh, so what they did is they did the same thing that SETI did, uh, is they came up with a distributed network uh, computing uh, system. Uh, it's just a, basically, it's a small app you add to your computer and it sends and receives data from the main uh, computer at the folding at home system. And they send uh, computing requests to your computer it, fin it computes it and sends it back. It, however, it uh, throttles itself. So it only does so uh, when you have spare computing power to work with. Jeez. Right, when you've left uh, the thing on for a while, like when it goes into not sleep mode probably, but uh, it's like a, like a screensaver. Basi Very much so. Basically, it's time Basi to convert that old Bitcoin miner because it's not working for you out for you anyway and do something useful. <laughs> Yes, indeed, that is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand this pretty much uh, gives them, uh, like, if you if you got enough uh, computers doing this, it basically uh, gives you equivalent of a supercomputer's uh, computing power. Probably more. Easily, I mean, yes. I, I yep. do believe that the, uh, the I, I think it was the Human Genome Project was the first petabyte computer, wasn't it? Because I mean, they essentially had, like, six petabytes six. Of, of compute around yep. the world. Petaflops, actually. Petaflops, sorry, right. Petaflops. I, I was, I was going to say, I think there have been a lot of petabyte computers. It just depends on, on the content they find on it. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. Oh. <laughs> yes, petaflops. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, which way? Here's my wife again. All right. Thanks, hubby. Right. Thanks, hubby. No problem. <laughs> so I do have a little coronavirus update. Okay. Uh, the uh, testing that they've been doing on it, one of the things they tried doing was exposing it to Chuck Norris, and the virus is quarantined for 14 days now. Did you know that, okay. that Ted Cruz is self-quarantining? Self uh, I hope the virus is okay. Virus <laughs> you know, um, I, recently, I recently got this, uh, this uh, interesting information uh, factoid, if you will. Okay. Uh, it's only quarantine if it's in the Quarante province of France. Otherwise, it's just sparkling isolation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's so good. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Good one. I gotta give uh, credit for this. Uh, the credit goes to Vikram Peralkar. All right. So we've already been at this so for already... almost an hour here. So what? What here do we need to cover? <laughs> what's the? What's the? What's the? What's the next article we need to do? We can do if we can only do one more article, maybe two. What? What? What, what do we need to cover? The Is monkeys. It, the monkeys. I thought. I thought we might go there. Might. Monkeys fighting hey. over a banana. <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought that. Uh, I thought that earlier in the podcast was where you, where you'd share pictures of macaques. There's no cocks in it. There are macaques. 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 <laughs> yep. Ah. Uh, okay. So this is a this video, is uh, and this. I don't know where news18.com is from. Where, where is this from? This anyway, is, uh, monkeys fighting over a banana as tourism drops in Thailand aim, uh, the aimed coronavirus 19 animals left hungry. So I think there's no doubt, no doubt that uh, tourism is down. And so yes. probably that they're, they're definitely suffering. Um, and uh, is there, the, the monkeys are insane. Insane. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. It looks like they've they're been starving. depending on the tourists for food. Right. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. You know, like I haven't uh, been to Thailand, but I've been to India, been to like Animal Park Fair where the, you got monkeys coming up and just like putting their hands out uh, in, in a bowl begging for food for from you. It's uh, uh, yeah, I guess they... it's one of the things, one of the ways that uh, sustained them. But uh, for the um, ecology, you know, like then it they could become dependent on humans. 
Yeah, I, so this I, one's definitely dumbass, I believe that I believe that what you're referring to is what most people call cute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is adorable. It is adorable when they stand there with their palms out hoping you'll give them some food. Yeah, but it isn't. <laughs> you shouldn't feed wildlife. Depends on how much they steal from your backpack at the same right. time. The, I mean, it's, it's amazing it's, that, it's, that, that, that this monkey population exists because it's, it's, it's clearly thriving. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this, is, this is something where the animals are heavily affected by what exactly is going on. Yeah, absolutely. With this and so, um, they're starving and they these are two sets of monkeys actually uh there's one set um one gang which comes from the uh monk region i believe it was it said and the other gang comes from a more rural um area where it's uh people just go to and feed the feed the monkeys I do want to point so, out that, that when we watch this video, we know it's from the sun, the sun. but we have no real way of, of verifying when this was taken. For all we know, this all was we, taken last summer, last summer. For, for some reason, and there was a, monkey, no, a bunch of monkeys running around this... and being repurposed. How do, you, how do we know? I think we should describe the video to people. Yeah. Since, uh... Well, the, the monkeys are actually specific monkeys that people – there's quite a few of them that are monkeys that people film all the time. Okay. Oh, a couple days, and you can tell what exactly is going on because of um, I found a couple days later. It must have been the first of March or just the end of February that this happened, because there was a young macaque, uh, one of the babies. Someone had, if you listen, someone must have used a uh, paint gun, and this hit the mother, and it also hit the baby, and the baby's badly injured and they're purple because of I think it was a paint gum, but it certainly well, did a lot of damage to this baby. Just think monkeys in Thailand, Newsweek is um, confirming the story and using the exact same video. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. I looked around at all of the all of the information and this was uh, actually one of the better ones. So um, the monkeys, got, somebody threw a banana in and the monkeys fought over it? That's what it seems like, and that would not be un- unlikely. Now, are, are, are we sure there wasn't a big black monolith nearby? <laughs> no. It looked like there were uh, gas stations, but no monoliths, and they just... So, that, so they didn't uh, discover how to hit each other with uh, sticks and bones and stuff? No, but they certainly were hitting and biting, and you don't want to be bit by those teeth. I, I've seen them open their mouths when they're showing them off. It's not pretty. I guess, I guess my concern about this is that these thousands of monkeys inhabit the Buddhist temples, but the monkeys in the video are clearly not Buddhist because they don't have their heads shaved. No, no. Some do when, at the very when least they have the bad moms. Well, I don't think all of Buddhism has to shave their heads, so you, you can't tell for sure from just that. But right, they like, were going through this area, the two, the two, um, they call them gangs, but the two gangs were going through the area, and they don't normally mix. So that's part of the issue there as well. They were all trying to find food. Hmm. and Well, and I guess they, imagine, I imagine also that it, because they each have their normal territory, mm-hmm. this has become territorial because they both need to try to find food in places that they don't normally exactly. find it. Hey, and so territorial, territorial fight is going to get to a it, point where it's, where it's murder. Isn't booty, yes. Buddhism a type of twerking? And it's very dangerous to be anywhere near them when they're fighting. Yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> but there's also people who used to be out there feeding them on a regular basis as well. See, you shouldn't uh, feed the wildlife. This is this is a terrible idea. Someone that comes out with a basket of bananas each couple of days and such. These people probably have disappeared as well. Those people would be very, very smart to avoid that right now. Uh-huh. Oh, or yeah. Or find a different, a very, very different and much more remote system of distribution. Right, but this this har- this harkens to a larger problem that that people are feeding wildlife in the first place. Yes, they're feeding wildlife, and also coming out of this, there's a lot of babies as well, and there's uh, they show um, a lot of people show the 
bad parenting skills of some of the younger ones. And it people get the babies from some of these monkeys. Either they kill them or they damage the parent and they try to get the baby either for food, uh, well, the adults they use for food source as well. But they take the babies and bring them into the pet trade. And oh. we know how the how it goes with that. Yeah. That yeah. Probably not so, well. Yeah. So a lot of people there also own these macaques. Or quite a few people in Thailand own macaques. And they have them dressed up in little clothes and have them little burly little round things because, you know, they overfeed them and everything. Right. And see when, and when top hats. Like they gotta have top hats. <laughs> yes. When something like that happens, you know, do you dress monkeys? Do you want the hangover? Because that's how you get the hangover. Yep. I was just gonna say, <laughs> bootyism isn't Booty. that's not a type of twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're starting to sound like Mac. The booty, the booty. I'm the sorry, booty. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Well, okay, I think, I think that's yeah, it. I think we got to wrap it up here. We had so much stuff in this so document, so much, and there's so much COVID, uh, COVID, COVID nineteen. Uh, <laughs> we can toss those to the next one. You, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the problem is that there's there it's it's, it's there's it's, so much going on with so it right now that it's it, there is. Yeah. This is two. Th- two th- this is 2020. 2020. But by the next podcast, there's going to be a whole new plague hitting us. This will be all outdated. It could happen. I hear the I hear the bubonics <laughs> making a comeback. <laughs> well, all right. I'm sure that you're not supposed to wear white after. August or something. Anyway, so they're going to have to get new suits and stuff as well for the for contagion. And, and, unless there's something else. There's something let, let's, let's bring back the the old uh, plague suits from the <laughs> Black Plague. Oh, Brian and I have already yeah, talked, we, about we that. talked about that. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna wear a plague doctor mask to work on Monday. <laughs> hey, I can, I can have my character in Elder Scrolls Online in the plague mask. Yes. <laughs> I got the plague outfit. I guess you know. Can can cool. we can, can we end with the vodka with tampons? Sure. sure. Let's do that. Let's 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 talk about this. Because yeah, this, this has been but, happening for a little while, okay, right? But, uh, right but, like I okay, heard but, about it a while ago. Okay, but no, but you brought this up. Brought we, we were talking. We were talking about this um, in an earlier podcast that I was editing today because I'm so far behind. And <laughs> um, and you and you talked to and you you had some skepticism about it. And I think that and I think that we had talked about it before, but. You're right yeah. to be skeptical of this because the the main problem is that yes, the the, the these stories go around a lot, and, and in fact, I have several story you know several stories in here where people are talking about this. So I, I don't yeah, and, and it's uh, no trouble at all to believe that people would try something like this. Sure, um, but sure. there but there's a big problem when you think about the way that they're trying to do it. So particularly with the tampons, the the, the big problem is that as soon as you get the tampon wet or or. Um, and the actually the alcohol to, can damage the applicator. It it's not going to work. You're never going to be able to get that that thing properly you, inserted. You have to have the applicator working to get it into right. You. And the Otherwise, problem is it just puffs right, right up, and you just can't you can't force that sucker in. Exactly. There. Exactly. And you lose a significant amount of uh, of alcohol in the process. So you're going to lose at least right. a, it can only ha- only hold about an ounce and a half, and you're going to lose when about. It, when it, wouldn't this cause burning, just like uh, well, the uh, hand sanitizer? Exactly. Stuff? Here's Cuba? the other thing: is that the, that those those um, that the mucous membrane in there is is when the alcohol hits it, it's, it's going to a, hurt like a. Uh, it's got to be in, in the anus. It's got to be the same way. Same. Is that it's really going to hurt? This is not. This is not a pleasant way to to do this. Um, there's a there's a couple of other um, myths that are going around. The idea that. Your breath won't smell like alcohol. Yes, it will, because yes, it the alcohol is in your blood and it's being uh, and it comes out through your lungs, and and that's where the actual smell comes from, and that's why you know breathalyzer ah. tests work. So this would so it wouldn't prevent that wouldn't. anyway, right? So you might as well just drink it and and leave your ass alone. Ass alone. That's right. <laughs> So yeah, so I so I just wanted to, this just, this goes back to I think it's two thirty nine when we're when this came up. Um, yeah, this. this this is, this is. I believe that people have tried this, but I think the success rate is probably fairly rate. low. Um, they're also talking about uh, enemas, vodka enemas, and mm. well, that is you. You can certainly get the liquid in there, but man, is it going to hurt? Just drink it. <laughs> get yourself some orange juice, maybe a little. You know, are you talking not to butt chugging, Brian? I'm. I, yes, the butt chugging. That's what they call that butt chugging. I'm not yeah. endorsing it, butt it, chugging, by the way. It, it's not your thing. 
No, it's not. It's not my thing. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm I think this is a bad idea. If, if, if I'm going well, to, wouldn't, wouldn't most of wouldn't most of the alcohol stay in the tampon anyway? Well, I mean, you're going well, to absorb some of it, right? It would be absorbed. But yeah, yeah, some of it will be absorbed. But wouldn't most of it stay in the tampon? And that's a tiny amount of alcohol that you could fit in a tampon. That's exactly right. That yeah. that's a problem. The tampon is not a good delivery source. You really got to go for the enema. Or maybe a douching, a vodka douche would be the way to go. <laughs> so uh, that's our final word on the podcast tonight. Uh, everybody, we recommend vodka douching. Uh, <laughs> Don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. That's right. Don't be Don't a douche. Chug. Right. And I think we should say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's another pint of vodka in the can. <laughs> <laughs> if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennold. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l exit music by o-f-m find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash o-f-m-h-q artwork for the amateur skeptics by sean smith board copyright shadow knight digital portraiture